This summer, it's time for Barbie. Me? To discover the real world. No, 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 no. Watch me. I've started to get all these weirdo feelings. It's anxiety. I have it too. You're going to start getting sad and mushy and complicated. She's not dead. She's just having an existential crisis. What about Ken? I'm just a dude. Ken isn't something we're worried about. What? Barbie, July 21st, rated PG-13. Hello, divers, and welcome to Mysteries of the Deep. I'm Tom Feeney, podcaster and purveyor of pop culture propaganda, searching beneath the surface of what seems to be the ordinary, the mundane, the pedestrian. Now, unless you've been living under a pink-colored rock, you are no doubt aware that a movie based on the wildly popular Mattel toy line, Barbie, has been released to incredible box office, as well as some fairly silly controversy. Now, it may seem odd that a simple doll that was created for children to play with could engender any contention at all. And yet it does. Believe it or not, Barbie and her friends have dealt with more than their fair share of controversy from the very beginning. Barbie, you're beautiful. You make me feel my Barbie doll is really real. Barbie's small and so petite. Her clothes and figure look so neat. Her dancing outfit rings the bell. At parties she will cast a spell. Purses, hats, and gloves galore. And all the gadgets gals adore. Barbie dressed for swim and fun is only $3. Her lovely fashions range from $1 to $5. Look for Barbie wherever dolls are sold. Someday I'm gonna be exactly like you. Till then I know just what I'll do. Barbie. Beautiful Barbie, I'll make believe that I am you. You can tell it's Mattel, it's swell. Barbie was first introduced to the world on March 9th, 1959. The concept for Barbie was the brainchild of Ruth Handler, one of the co-founders of Mattel. She noticed that her daughter Barbara often played with paper dolls that looked like adult women instead of the more commonplace baby dolls. And this observation inspired Handler to create a three-dimensional adult-like doll. Handler and her husband Elliot collaborated with Mattel's designer Jack Bryan to bring the idea to life. Now the doll's design was heavily influenced on a German doll called Build Lily, based on a newspaper comic strip. Barbie's name is a tribute to the doll's inspiration, Ruth Handler's daughter, Barbara. Now, Barbie made her grand debut at the American International Toy Fair in New York City in 1959. Barbie was marketed as a teenage fashion model. Her signature look was a black and white striped swimsuit sunglasses, and high heels. 
Initially, Barbie faced some skepticism from toy buyers and retailers who were unsure of how the public would respond to such an unconventional doll. However, she quickly became a huge success, and by the early 1960s, Barbie had become a cultural phenomenon. Oh, and let's not forget Barbie's longtime beau, Ken. It all started at the dance. Barbie, the famous teenage fashion model doll by Mattel, felt that this was to be a special night. And then it happened. She met Ken. And somehow she knew that she and Ken would be going together. So now Mattel brings you Ken, Barbie's boyfriend, with a complete wardrobe of perfectly tailored clothes of unmatched quality. Now Ken and Barbie meet for lunch at school, go to fraternity parties, and just relax together. Think of the fun you'll have taking Barbie and Ken on dates, dressing each one just right. You'll find Ken wherever toys are sold. Look for this special tag that tells you he's the genuine Ken. Get both Barbie and Ken and see where the romance will lead. It could lead to this. And remember, you can tell it's Mattel. It's well. Barbie's versatility allowed children to explore various roles and careers, sparking imaginations and inspiring aspirations in young minds. Eh, that's not to say there weren't any bumps in the road on the way to the dream house. One of those bumps, literally, has to do with Barbie's best friend, Midge. One evening in Barbie's dream house, Surprise! It's Midge, Mattel's marvelous new teenage doll. Midge is Barbie's best friend and is thrilled with Barbie's career as a teenage model. She loves trying on Barbie's exciting new fashions, for you see, Midge and Barbie are the same size. So all of Barbie's beautifully tailored clothes fit both of them. Barbie has introduced Midge to her boyfriend, Ken, and the three of them go everywhere together. They sunbathe at the beach and play tennis at school. Midge is even in some of Barbie's classes. And one night, Midge is the guest of honor at a masked ball given by Barbie and Ken. You Barbie fans will adore Midge, and you'll love mixing and matching costumes to create your own fashion ideas. Get Mattel's new Midge and the genuine Barbie and Ken dolls wherever toys are sold. You can tell they're Mattel. They're swell. Introduced by Mattel in 1963, just four years after Barbie's debut, Midge became one of the early characters in the Barbie-verse. Midge's creation was partly in response to concerns about Barbie's single and independent image. Some parents and critics felt that Barbie's focus on fashion and independence might not be suitable for young children. Well, to address these concerns, Mattel decided to introduce a more relatable and traditional character, and Midge was born. Midge was marketed as Barbie's best friend from the start. Unlike Barbie's mature appearance, Midge was designed to look more like an average teenage girl. She had a softer, more innocent look with shorter hair and a less uh, prominent figure compared to Barbie. Now, that bump I mentioned came in 2002 when Mattel introduced Pregnant Midge as part of the Happy Family line of Barbie toys. Apparently, 
Midge married Ken's best friend, Alan, who is played in the Barbie movie uh, by Michael Sarah. And Midge is uh, with child. Now, there's no earthly reason why a happily married doll and her hubby having a baby should cause any controversy at all, right? Well, the pregnant Midge doll had a unique feature, a detachable magnetic pregnant stomach, which had a tiny plastic baby curled up inside her so kids could presumably deliver this bundle of joy. Critics thought it promoted teen pregnancy, so monolithic retail chain Walmart pulled Midge from the shelves until Mattel made a version where she'd already had the baby and no longer appeared to be pregnant. Now, a decade earlier, in 1992, Mattel released what was called Teen Talk Barbie that contained a sound chip that could play several different phrases. Most were fairly innocuous and inoffensive, but one in particular caught the ire of some. Here, listen for yourself. Math class is tough. Math class is tough. Yes, the clip said, math class is tough. Now, depending on your point of view, that phrase might seem benign, but it can also be seen as a negative gender stereotype, singling out young women as being less than capable at math. So that version of Teen Talk Barbie was pulled from the shelves and replacement versions were offered to those who wanted to exchange them. Now, in season five of The Simpsons, that controversy was parodied in the episode Lisa versus Malibu Stacy. In the episode, Lisa Simpson checks out the new talking Malibu Stacy doll, but is disappointed with what she has to say, and rightly so. A hush falls over the General Assembly as Stacy approaches the podium to deliver what will no doubt be a stirring and memorable address. I wish they taught shopping in school. Oh. Let's bake some cookies for the boys. Come on, Stacy. I've waited my whole life to hear you speak. Don't you have anything relevant to say? Don't ask me. I'm just a girl. <laughs> Let's buy makeup so the boys will like us. <sighs> Don't you people see anything wrong with what Malibu Stacy says? Oh, there's something wrong with what my Stacy says. My spidey sense is tingling. Anybody call for a web slinger? If you haven't seen the Lisa vs. Malibu Stacy episode of The Simpsons, it makes for a really good companion piece to the Barbie movie. It's on Disney Plus right now. When the original Barbie doll was released, some parents thought their little ones were too little to play with a toy with such a fully formed female figure. So what do you do for the child who is too old for baby dolls, but maybe too young for Barbie? Well, in 1964, Mattel introduced Barbie's little sister, Skipper. A shorter and decidedly younger-looking doll, Skipper was aimed at what we would now refer to as tweens. You've all met Mattel's famous Barbie, Ken, Midge, and Alan, but you haven't met Skipper. She's Barbie's little sister, and she has beautiful long hair you can really brush. And 
And because Mattel's exciting new skipper is smaller than Barbie, she has her very own fabulous fashion. They're all just as perfectly made as Barbie's. Skipper loves to go everywhere with Barbie, like rehearsing for the ballet. They go skating along with Ken. Skipper even has her own masquerade costume for the carnival. That's Barbie and Ken, and that's Skipper. You'll love brushing her beautiful long hair. You can get Mattel's new Skipper and her fabulous new fashions wherever toys are sold. And this tag tells you it's the genuine Skipper, Barbie's little sister. You can tell she's Mattel. She's swell. Now, you move ahead a decade, and it's a very different America. Civil rights movement, the rise of feminism, and more permissive attitudes led to a significant change in the way that sex education was taught in schools. Books from authors like Judy Bloom were offering frank and thoughtful depictions of those awkward years of puberty. So the time was right, or so the higher-ups at Mattel thought, to age up Skipper to that oh-so-magical time in a young woman's life. Meet new growing up Skipper. She's two dolls in one. Because when you turn her arm, you can make her change instantly from a little girl to a tall, slender teenage doll, which is something you can't do. You can have fun with Skipper when she's little, then suddenly you can make her grow up enough to wear her glamorous teenage skirt. New growing up Skipper is two dolls in one for two kinds of fun. Growing up Skipper gets taller when you turn her arm and comes with these fashion accessories. New from Mattel. Yep, in case that wasn't clear, when you would raise the growing up Skipper's arm, her chest would get bigger and she would grow taller. Now, growing up Skipper was marketed as uh, two dolls in one. Now, this rather odd feature was not well received by well, just about everyone, and the doll was discontinued. You might even say that the whole idea was a uh, bust. <clears throat> hey, I'm just grateful there was never a growing up Ken doll. That would have been traumatizing. Another member of the Barbieverse was a somewhat more tactful attempt at introducing diversity to the toy line. In 1997, Share a Smile Becky became the latest of Barbie's friends to appear on toy shelves. The doll sold out in two weeks. That holiday season, Mattel sold more than 100,000 Share a Smile Becky dolls. So what was so special about Becky? Well, she was the first of the Barbie line to use a wheelchair. A glammed out bright pink wheelchair, but hey, this is Barbie's world and we're just living in it. The new doll was initially praised for giving children with disabilities a doll that was representative and positive. There was one problem, however, and one that, in all honesty, the people at Mattel should have realized as they were creating the Share a Smile Becky doll. And it's something that many people with disabilities struggle with on a regular basis. Accessibility. You see, Barbie's friend Becky can't visit Barbie's dream house because it isn't wheelchair accessible. Once this glaring error was brought to Mattel's attention, a spokesperson was quoted as saying, We are looking at the accessibility of all Barbie accessories. Hey, guess what? 
Instead of spending the time and money to adjust some accessories to accommodate a toy-sized wheelchair, Mattel did nothing. Okay, so that's not entirely true. They did do something. They discontinued Share a Smile Becky. Toys really do reflect the real world sometimes, don't they? All right, just to be fair, Mattel did release a wheelchair Barbie in 2019 alongside a Barbie with a prosthetic leg. Oh, and the current Dreamhouse does have a wheelchair-accessible elevator. So there. Our final dubious doll was introduced in 2010. Video Girl Barbie. The doll was intended to appeal to tech-savvy children by incorporating a small video camera into Barbie's necklace that allowed kids to record short videos from Barbie's perspective. Innovative? Sure. Problematic? Definitely. The toy faced significant controversy and criticism, mainly due to privacy and security concerns. Parents and consumer advocacy groups expressed worry that the presence of a concealed video camera in a children's toy could be misused by individuals with malicious intent to capture videos without the knowledge or consent of others. And there were also concerns about the security of the recorded videos as they could potentially be accessed by unauthorized individuals. In response to the backlash and to address the privacy concerns, Mattel released a statement asserting that the Video Girl Barbie doll was designed with privacy and security in mind. They emphasized that the doll was meant to promote fun and creativity and not to infringe on anyone's privacy. The company also highlighted that the camera's lens was in plain sight and a flashing LED light indicated when the camera was recording, which in theory made the recording process transparent and visible. Ultimately though, due to the controversy and concerns over the doll's potential misuse, Video Girl Barbie was not as successful and it was eventually discontinued. Of course, when you have a massively successful and long-lived brand like Barbie, there will be missteps along the way. And whether or not she's an astronaut, firefighter, doctor, pilot, journalist, or presidential candidate, Barbie has provided inspiration for millions of children over the past six decades. Oh yeah, and Ken is in there somewhere, I guess. For listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, check out our past episodes available on almost all podcast providers and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And if you like what you hear, write a review. We'd love to know what you think. Or drop us a line at the deep dive podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. 
You can find links to those and our awesome t-shirt store in the bio of our Instagram page. And also check out our website at thedeepdivepodcast.com. All clips used in this podcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights. Mysteries of the Deep is a part of the Deep Dive Podcast family and a production of Automaton Studios. You can tell it's a tale.